everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Tea Time. I'm Villains Marksman here with Blue Belly Gaming, and I hope you enjoy. Yeah, so I guess if you want to start, talk about how you came up with your branding or what what you see your branding as, you know, because I think everyone has a little different view of what they want the branding to look like. Oh, what is that? Okay. That was a pretty cool thing in there. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that's sorry, I was, <laughs> I was into that. Uh, so, so yeah, my my brand is Blue Belly Gaming, and I started this uh, initially, uh, like the name came from a, a family, a family member gave me the, the name for like a fantasy football team, <laughs> or fantasy, actually it was fantasy NASCAR, it was a long time ago. And um, that was kind of where I got the Blue Belly name. But then I made that my Xbox gamer tag and everything years ago. So when I was trying to decide what to do for uh, a gaming brand, I actually thought about several different ideas. And the, the main reason I went with it was because it, you know, everything was already uh, like, you know, I already had materials that were kind of designed for that. And my first logo that I made was, uh, an, a, like a famous painting, uh, from the civil war. Cause blue belly is a, a nickname for union soldiers in the civil war. Okay. So I, I used that, uh, famous painting and I, I made it work. And I had a friend of mine who has some graphic design he has a graphic design business i had him like clean it up and it was cool but then i realized most of the games that i play are not fighting games or you know, yeah. shooting games they're simulation games so i i actually got away from that initial soldier shooting a gun logo mm, okay and ended up uh making it just my text but the name, you know, it's alliterative, blue belly, and people don't know what it is, so it gives me something to, to <laughs> like talk a, to them about. I don't yeah. know where I'm supposed to You have to, to shoot, shoot it this. into the tip of the other cannon. Into the... Like, aim at the up, front. Yeah. Up there? Yeah. And you want to hit the cannon, like, right on, like, point the line on the cannon. Like, the front of it, though. It took me a while, because I kept shooting the back of it, yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah, it was. Why a does lot. it make it look like you need to go through that little building? I right. know. And yeah, then I made that show. <laughs> that's crazy. I only had seven seconds left. So. How about you? How'd you end up with Marksman? Um. Well, I guess I kind of started. I mean, I do the Call of Duty now, but I started in the Fortnite content creation, which was, you know, kind of big market you know there wasn't much new what would you call growth you know there was the main streamers and youtubers and it was kind of hard to break through but i was like a trick shotting you know sniping that kind of fun type of branding and i just figured marksman sniping it made sense for, at the time and i kind of you know leaned into that a little bit even though i kind of stopped and took it like, I do competitive Call of Duty now. So, it's not as 
lighthearted or trick shot or just for fun, but it is still, I think, an appropriate name, especially for the type of games I play. But I, I think that, you know, a lot of the branding stuff, it is with your name and, like, the logo, but I found, like, there's kind of sub-branding as well that I've had to work through because I, I don't know if you watch my YouTube channel. I know you kind of do a little bit yeah, with I the whole the whole Reaper, like, moniker, whatever you want to call that. Like, yeah. that's something I probably wouldn't use as a gamer tag just because, I don't know, I don't really like it. But, like, ever since I started playing Call of Duty, that's kind of been my thing. Like, I always have the Reaper albums or stuff like that. So I kind of tried to uh, develop that so like a, as a theme for my videos. Because, like I said, I kind of feel like for if you're like trying to start a YouTube channel and you're watching this a little bit, it's kind of important to develop what what you want your branding to like represent. You know, like when people For click sure. on your videos, what do they want to do, and like how well, does your, and, how does your name go with that? Yeah, and I and I think that's it doesn't have to be a perfect fit, but you don't want to be like like you if. Like what I was talking about with my logo, having a, a guy with a gun, and then never really playing shooting games. <laughs> right? right. That, kind of, that was inconsistent. Little... And it took yeah. me a little while to, to realize that. And, and maybe most people watching the videos that wouldn't even care. But yeah. when you're thinking about brand consistency, I definitely agree with you that if, if you have the kind of channel that is... Like mine is for simulation gaming. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you want something maybe a little more either indicative of simulation games, or at least that I, I wouldn't uh, do, you know, rainbows and butterflies, <laughs> right. and, you know, like something like that. Whereas maybe my daughter, if she was going to start a channel, she would definitely want rainbows and <laughs> unicorns and right. and that kind of stuff because it would suit her. And so, yeah, I think even, and this might be going a little more in the weeds than you want this conversation, but even thinking about like how your name fits with like uh, the color palette and, and overall right. stuff that you're trying to put together. Like like your I use Canva. What's that? Like the aesthetic of your brand, like what what the look is. Yeah, I use a, a free service called Canva, which is a website mm -hmm. to do like my thumbnails and, and design work because I'm cheap mostly, but <laughs> also because it, oh no, I went too short. Uh, also because it allows you to set like your main colors even for your brand. Yeah. So that makes it super easy if I'm working on a thumbnail and, you know, I pull one color from the screenshot, another for a bold contrast color, you know, to make the, the writing pop and then use a brand color. And it doesn't always have to be the same main brand color either. Yeah, right. I get that a lot with, you know, I make a lot of thumbnails or content and it's that's usually my issues like color schemes you know like i was brought up earlier like when i'm using like a montage and like the whole reaper brand i usually try to like put red in there along with my colors 
you just kind of want to, from what I've noticed, is you want to stay consistent, though. Like, if, if you're trying to make your own and you're, you're working on your brand, just keep it consistent to start because you don't want your audience to not understand what, like, vibe you're going for. Where are we shooting? That's true. Yeah, and I think our two channels are, are a good example of, like, the contrast. You know, we, we don't do the same kind of thing. Our audiences are probably not overlapping, mm -hmm. but our approach can be similar in, you know, when you make a choice for music or when you make a choice for, uh, like, even the, the, the style of right. how you film it, like you have rapid cuts, right? Like boom, boom, uh -huh. boom. It's a highlight video. It's a highlight montage. Yeah. Whereas my stuff, I'm like being a teacher. I'm explaining like, now we're going to build this building over here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and that's understanding, you know, it's not that I couldn't play Call of Duty or you right. couldn't do a city builder. It's yeah, just knowing it's... that the branding fits what you're doing. Yeah, and if you kind of do, you know, if I make montages nonstop and it's like the cutting, aggressive, like all that music, and then I start doing like you do, like the teaching or the like a slower type thing, it can confuse your audience and they're like, wait, like what is going on here? I mean, it's fine right. to like adapt your channel, but you kind of have to ease your audience into it. Like, I kind of had Ooh. issues with that as far as like, switching games and stuff i know you play like a lot of different games like but for me i i don't know it's like i kind of only do one thing lately trying to grow a bigger audience with that in particular because i don't know i've just had bad experience with changing up my style and then like you lose a lot of followers sometimes when you do that like it's not yeah, a bad so, thing but you just got to make sure you're pacing yourself and your audience with that a big thing with YouTube is audience or, you know, viewer satisfaction and retention. So if you can get people to watch for longer and to come back to your channel, like that's what, that's what they want. Are we supposed to hit these boats or what? I'm very confused right now. I think we're supposed to dodge them, but how? Okay. I see you scooted through there. All yeah, right. but it reset I'm gonna me. Shoot the gap here. Oh no! Oh, Damn. Crap. that's okay. tough. This. <laughs> this is a challenge. So, uh, yeah. So one thing that, and you know, uh, different listeners might have different ideas on on how effective this can be. But uh, one thing that I have done recently is um, the the joys of having a, a second channel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I've learned that that has actually helped because I was fragmenting my own viewership by playing all these different games. And I, yeah. what I'm hoping to do with my main channel is get people... Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you went first there and showed me what not to do. Okay. Uh, oh. Uh, but... With my main channel, you know, I've learned that it is possible. Wait, we're not. To, oh, we need to go over to the gun. Yeah, 
That got me. I was like, oh. I went down in the hole, which is It kills trap. you. Okay. Yeah. Um, but my, with my main channel playing those different games, people just, you know, if they followed me because they like Banished or they like Farm Sim, they maybe don't like the other one. And I'm not big enough. I'm not a well-known enough creator that people are like, oh, I just love him so much I'm willing to watch right. him play anything. Yeah. You know, you, you have to reach, like, iconic status for people to be like, I'll watch you do whatever. Yeah. That... And as you're building that credibility and you're building your brand, mm-hmm. you need to be known for something, even if it's not the right. same game, but it should at least be the same style. Like, if you went and played another shooter, right? people yeah. might stick around for that. Yeah, as long as it's the same style, like, like it's a montage or, like, based on my content if it's similar but just a different yeah. game yeah, yeah that's that's ne- never been my huge issue is, is switching games as much as like like i don't like montages are surprisingly difficult to make i mean not like from a i don't know like what was that there's like a sheer difficulty standpoint but it's like nice you, i go through uh probably five hours of footage to make a two-minute video yeah like it, it's just a lot of time like in the in real life you know to get yes. to get good content so i i've been like i've tried in the past to switch it up a little bit and it's just you don't retain the same amount of viewership but you know it's not a bad thing to try like i've done different kinds of content just not on my channel you know you kind of well, got to pick and choose and, you know, like if I can develop, get more subscribers, get more retention through what I'm good at and what people know me for, then I can kind of expand out because that's, that's how you got to do it. Yes. And I, one thing I've had success with, and it makes sense when you consider what I said earlier about branding, I've had success with doing how-to videos, which... Mm-hmm you know matches my intelligent simulation relaxed atmosphere kind of you know brand slogan and it suits my personality and you know my real life career which right. you know because i'm older than you i have a, a different advantage in that regard that i have a career path and and some other things some other experiences but that's also like I've been able to learn from from some of that stuff and that influences part of what I do but there are times where I'm like I don't want to teach right now I just want to play video games you know right <laughs> so sometimes I that can be a detriment but I know what you mean in terms of like the amount of time you put into getting content not just not just like oh I I filmed this thing mm-hmm. but trying to edit it down and it's it can be very discouraging and i think that's why people try to do projects that are uh they try to make it easy on themselves but it's just not an easy process yeah i mean i do stream a lot i mean by a lot i mean like maybe once a week you know but i kind of find streaming to be a little I don't know, too basic in some senses because I feel like it, it lacks, uh, you know, a certain kind of 
flair to it or a taste like you kind of lose some of the content creation when you're just sitting there streaming you know and that's not true for everyone because if you, if you're a streamer then it's kind of like that's your content that's how your personality comes through but like if you're trying to be a youtube personality or creator then it kind of comes gets a little difficult because streaming is completely different i mean i've i've done streaming pretty unsuccessfully for a while because you gotta be very you gotta talk to your audience in like a live setting it can be like there's a different challenge to that i do think that uh personally i like the way youtube goes like to start off developing your brand i think if you like making content then you should definitely to try youtube even though like you said it can be discouraging if you see the viewership and, and you put a lot of work in things but i think that's the best way to develop your personality in your brand you know through youtube well youtube is also great for discoverability yeah so yeah, twitch is very once... hard to break through in that yeah so i i streamed part-time on twitch for uh two years i guess uh, and I put a lot of time into it. I have no idea where we're supposed to go, by the way. Uh, if a... you scroll out, like, there's a little platform up here, and you've got to hit it kind of hard. It's okay. very confusing. Oh, there we go. wow. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I streamed part-time on Twitch for a bit. I, I made affiliate, and I, you know, it was going okay. But the issue, and it's kind of like what I was talking to you before we started recording, uh, you know, you don't want to feel like it's just your friends and, you know, you want to build viewership and an audience. And I felt like I mostly just had, you know, it'd be like a handful of people in chat, people that I knew through other uh, communities. Right. So it's, it's not it, based it just, on your content. It's kind of just based on they know you and they, you know, they're right. there to chat and, yeah. I, and i always you know i always wanted oh look yes. at that holy I didn't, cow that i had no idea what the score was <laughs> i knew i was not doing good but i did not think it was that bad uh during the actually during the pandemic i was streaming fairly regularly which was really cool because i wasn't getting to see people so having my friends in chat and whatnot was was good and i had i'm kind of a member of a few different twitch communities so having people that kind of know me through Twitch stop by was a really nice experience, but I I got the sense that they weren't really invested in the content. You know, I was playing like yeah. a hunting simulation game and a, a, a few city builder kind of things and people would interact, but it never really caught the kind of energy that I wanted. Whereas yeah. when I'm making videos that have like that, answering a question or teaching people how to do something in a game that i like it creates this different experience where the person can you know they're interacting with me as a sort of expert but it's possible that someone watches one of my youtube videos and then never comes back right and That's with true. twitch you're relying on them to come back but with YouTube, you've got Google on your side and you've got yeah. like the search engine and whatever. So somebody could just be a fan of one of the games that I play mm -hmm. and I still want them to follow me on YouTube. Right. 
Whereas Twitch, being consistent, you either have to play the same game and play a lot to build a community that always wants to watch that, uh-huh. or you have to be such a larger-than-life personality right. that people log in to watch you regardless of what you play. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, overall, I mean, kind of sum it up, it's just make sure you you got to know what you want your brand to be going into making any form of content creation. Because if you kind of get lost in your brand and what you want to like get from your channel, then it's just think of how confusing it's going to be for the audience because they're going to have no clue what what you're trying to produce. If you, if you kind of you know you're wishing washy or you're like I stream sometimes, but or I play this game, I play this game, I do this, you just got to have a consistent view of what you want that to look like. I think that's one of the more important things that a lot of people kind of forget to do and then they get kind of frustrated when they lack the retention from audiences. I agree. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of Tea Time. Thank you for watching and I hope you enjoyed the content. If you did enjoy the content, please subscribe to my channel, Villains Marksman and Blue Belly Gaming. We both uh, are going to be making content together going forward this was like a first step and we'll obviously be back with more episodes of the tea time show thank you for watching and have a good day